everyone, and welcome to the MTG Painful Truth Podcast, episode number 39. Uh, Britt Wagner uh, is is me, yeah, Cole, that's me, Brit, the Brit. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, Cole. It's It's been a day. Uh, and also joining me, as always, is Cole Kirkman. Cole, how have you been, bud? I've been good. I was going to say, honestly, from our last recording, what was our last episode, Josh? Yep. Like, we cracked out those two episodes, like, almost day-day. And yes. it's, it's been a minute since we've been back, because... I think it's been like I guess I mean obviously listeners y'all are not gonna know but like two weeks probably since we've been it's, back I together two ish weeks or something it's been a little while yeah, definitely I mean, like a long a like what we always shoot for every other week I think we're like kind of close to there maybe a little bit longer than that but we I both mean, we just in. we we both agree we're like well we just cracked out like like back to back episodes that's true and, and yeah. that's a lot of work for Brad I mean he has like I get Brett shit but like he has to you know edit all that and stuff like that um and then he just got back on the on call so i haven't seen brad and then i had that rcq uh that weekend so i guess uh today's episode i'll 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 put it out there we're doing we're talking about our favorite format today isn't that right brad well i guess it might not be your favorite format but it's my favorite i didn't think we talked about modern yeah i guess we could talk modern Oh no. no! Yeah, definitely, no, sir. Yeah, definitely, we're gonna talk Pioneer. We just, you know, that's kind of the format we talk about. We've had lots of good success, uh, kind of in the last few episodes. We just been doing really well, um, and our fingers on the pulse, um, in that format. So yeah, absolutely. I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, just just going on real quick about does the I said this weekend. Like, what when the fuck was that RCQ? Was it last weekend? Uh, it was from the time of this recording was seven days ago. Yeah, so okay, so yeah, last weekend. So I looked like a lost puppy, because uh, you weren't there, and everyone associates when they see me or you that either of us are attached at some degree. Because <laughs> I was there, and they were like, "Where's Brett?" I was like, "Man, shit." We, we play into it though. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just thinking to myself as I was walking around. I was like, "Wow," I was like, "We are attached at the hip, like." Yeah, because oh. everyone there was like, "Yeah, where's Brett at? Where's he at?" I was like, "Oh my god!" No, I yeah, like, I'm an adult. I can go by myself, right? Uh, we t- we were talking because uh, I couldn't play. I was sick. Uh, I called in, like I was sick on Wednesday, and I was like on Friday. I was like, I I was like, I called in for work. I was like, hey, I I need like a day, and then I think I messaged the di- our our little Discord, and I said. I'm very doubtful to play. I'm just like not feeling better. I don't feel l- like I- normally like the night before I'm like, p- I'm putting the sleeves, together. I'm printing the deck list and I would like offer to print Cole's deck list too and shit like that. But I was like that night, I was like, I just, I don't feel well. And I was like, I, I just can't play. And it was um, such a shame because I had just convinced like Alec. I to really go. wanted to play. I really it wanted was, to play. It was a stacked room of friends. Like we had Donovan there. Yeah, which is cool. That's awesome. Uh, Alec, uh, John Briggs. Uh, it was it was a good room. Like honestly, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I did pretty well. Uh, missing top eight. I was almost the asshole, but I missed top eight. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that. We're gonna talk about uh, you know, because last guess episode episode was our set review, where Brent is writhing over a card right now. I'm sure I was busy. Um, <laughs> but uh, we never really talked about since then, like what actually happened to Pioneer, 
You know, and, and honestly, it's, I mean, it's been like two weeks, like we said, so like the format's kind of simmered out. Like if there was ever a blow up deck, it's out there now. And then now it's kind of been like, all right, well, here's the real decks that are staying around. Right. Less, less the, the flash in the pan decks. Which, funny enough, I mean, you know, we, we talked shit about it a little bit, but your deck's kind of holding on. Like, uh, um, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, sure. and I'm still, you know, right that it's not like the biggest contender. It's, it's a, just in the realm of good decks. I think know, it's in the realm Like the tier two to, space or. Well, I was going to say, to me, it feels like Phoenix. Like, like if someone's picking it up, like, you, you know, they're good at it or they know it. Yeah. Like, that's how that deck feels to me now, is like, all right, well, the people that play it are people that are like, I, I play the fuck out of this deck. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. we, we did have one guy that was on your deck. He he didn't do well. Um, Okay. Like I said, he lived in a world of creativities. Like, our RCQ was a lot of creativities and quite a bit of rogues. Um, We'll go over. So he, he kind of lived in a, a little hellscape, and I'm, I'm sure he might have, like, I don't know. I heard some people had the fear of God of like running Leyline that weekend. I didn't see it. Thankfully, both of our decks would have not preferred that not existing. <laughs> well, I mean, my round one, my opponent had it. Oh, okay. Like he had it as Zeki told me, but it never came up, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I was like, "I don't, I don't want to sit here and have to like even fucking think about it." Like, I, don't, I don't want that to be anywhere near me. Yeah. But yeah, all right, Brent. I'll I'll let you. What what would you like to talk about Pioneer wise? So I I, I want to go over uh, that RCQ uh, because we we both had a like a um, expected like we were kind of making a sh- calling a shot, which I would have been wrong. Well, I think so you... I, I guess I guess I'll interject. I said that yeah. green. I thought green was gonna be fucking. So I was right on one. By the way, okay. So I said green and humans were gonna be rampant. Okay. I was right about humans. I was I was wrong about green. Right. And I think there was like one guy in that whole room that was on green. Okay. So Cole, we because Cole and I, we were both talking about like our selection, and you know, I'm like between realistically I could play like three decks, like get together three decks and be be happy with those decks. But obviously Neoform attracts uh and uh, is it creativity? But actually, the deck I was really leaning on was just Lotus Field combo. Just like back at the uh, the Hunter Burton event, I was like, I would want to do Lotus Field, but then I, you know, did my last second pivot and uh, played Traxa. But I thought, like, I was like, okay, I feel like Lotus Field still. I think it's good. You know, I've I've thought that for a while. I think it's good against a lot of the better decks. And then Cole said, yeah, but so is Green. And I was like, and you said it was you were expecting Green. And Lowesfield kind of kind of struggles against Green because they have Karn into uh you know they can get Karn into Needle for that's you know their their sideboard is full, filled with tools to to eat eat me alive. So I don't like that too much, Cole. Um, so they're also really good at just playing the beat phase strategy. <laughs> sure. And I was like, you know, based on that, I was like, I'm I'm gonna pick. I'm going back to Atraxa, like just soft locking it in. And had I played, I would have played Neoform Atraxa. Um, but, like, knowing the room, I, I think I would have... Maybe you would know better than I would if, like, Lowesfield would have stood a chance or if there was anyone who did play Lowesfield that did well in that room. It was a pretty, like, what, 70-ish people? So like Yeah, a pretty, there was, like, 76. So like seven said, rounder. From, from the top tables, because I was undefeated for a long time, from the top table, there was a lot of 
rogues and well, not even creativity. A lot of rogues, humans. Rakdos was everywhere. Um, yeah, I think the Atraxa deck would have been really good. I don't know how. I mean, we tested rogues a little bit because I had built rogues. Uh, right, like I, yeah. I have it all on paper. And that matchup was, like, really weird because it was, like, either rogues blows you out or you just put an Atraxa in on turn three and, like, the rogues about like, well, I guess I can't beat it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we never played Cyborg games, so we never really got the... Because Rogues has a lot of, like, random toolbox bullshit at their board to play. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, But, yeah, it, like... It, uh... The room was weird. There there was, like, uh, Fernando, the guy that Brett played against at the HBO He was in the top tables for pretty much the tournament on Elves. Like, just running rampant. Um, I mean, it's kind of, you know, you had your random, like, I mean, I was up at the top tables of Phoenix. There's actually two Phoenix players. And, uh, I always forget his name, but he plays, like, Underworld Breach in uh, Modern, and he had, like, fully foiled Death Shadow. Okay. Um, he's always an RCQ grinder. Like, you never see him a local, but, like, that RCQ. Okay. I, um, I, nothing springs to mind for me, but. But he played Phoenix. He was, uh, our lists were very close, um, but he was on 2-2, Galvanic, and uh, uh, Temporal, and if you know me, I'm always on 1-1 right now in the format, which sure, like, yeah. came up both ways, where like, it benefited him having the 2-2 split, because he played against Angels, which like that card is the way you beat Angels. That makes sense, yeah. I mean, you, you, the way you beat Angels is you have to combo them with two things, like no matter their life total. That makes like yeah, you yeah. have to be like I'm gonna double time walk. I have two things in my phoenixes. Hopefully, this is enough damage to you know kill you. Sure, yeah. But if you're on the two two split, you have double insurance. That like if the first one doesn't get there, the second one more than likely. Yeah. Uh. But otherwise, I mean, yeah, the room was kind of. I mean, the room was pretty pretty open. Like um. Uh, like I think I think Lotus would have done good. I don't know how the Rakdos decks were built. I never played against Rakdos all day. Uh, or no, that's not true. I did, but uh, actually, with with the Rakdos deck I did play against, Lotus probably would. <laughs> how so? Um, just like lots of lots of little lots it was of like discard. three go blanks and then like three duresses at the board. Oh, neat. Yeah, like he he didn't want to lose to to spell decks. Um. Okay. Yeah, like uh, like like I said, I I think Attraxa would have been really good. Uh, I was like I I told you off recording that there was another guy in the room with it. I think he kind of just had bad beats. Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't know how your creativity matchup goes. It should be okay, but you know, yeah, stuff I, I'd happens. imagine. Well, now so so Brandon, and I we're talking off air because we were talking about you know how Pioneer has kind of changed, uh, and creativity. As a fact, has also changed. Like I said, I don't know if any of the new creativity decks, like the old decks, were there. I think there was way more creativity attracts the decks. Okay, yeah, that seemed like the trend was going that that way for for a moment. I think a lot of people yeah. were just on the whole like, man, I would love to just put an attracts into play. Could Which, be. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, that shit sounds cool. I built the eighty card attracts the deck in paper, <laughs> which I almost real shit. I got talked out of it. 
almost played that at that RCQ. <laughs> um, like, almost full floored it. And honestly, so we're getting ready for our old down RCQ uh, of Nerd Hollow, which is May 28th. Um, so, so ways to go for that one. Yeah. So, was that this month? It is, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like three weekends away. Yeah, so, so so it's a little bit, but, you know, that's always our, like, the one that we always like to try the hardest at. Yeah, we, we both did really good in the last one, and you yeah, won and the I, one and before I won that. The, uh, yeah, so we have we have a title. Right. The, like, worst, which, the worst either of us has done, which I've only done one, if you've done two, was me at fourth place. Like, that was the worst we've done combined. Yeah, so we, we have a title run here. That's so, true. Fair enough. Obviously, we want to run that back. Um, so that's why we like, you know, pull up our britches and we're like, all right, and we're fucking around. Like we're gonna, uh, we're gonna do this. Um, so if, if there's another one before then, uh, that I can go to, I'll probably, uh, end up just playing some bullshit. Cause I just want to like play something fun. I might play answer. Cause I keep saying I want to play that in a big event and <laughs> never fucking commit to it. Um, right, but yeah. So going back to my the RCQ that you abandoned me at. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yep, that's how it happened. I guess you want me to go over like how I ended up doing. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go over that because I you you know you just I think you said earlier you just missed top eight, so you did you know did pretty well. Like yeah, I was four row, and it was fuck yeah, dude. That fucking thing was seven rounds. Yeah. I was exhausted. So I was four zero. I played Phoenix, you know, good old try and true. Nothing. Oh, there were, I, there was one crazy card I played, uh, you know, because I got throw in a wrench. I uh, it never came up. I re- and I I'm telling you, that I really tried to make it come up, and it never did. It was okay. fucking Herbrask. Um. <laughs> so okay. I played a whole creatures. I never fucking ever play a heavy creature sideboard with Phoenix. That's just not what I am. But I five owed recently. Uh, hashtag Delta CX. But uh, I five out <laughs> okay. recently, and I like the the Mancers did work. Drake never. I've I've been a very love hate relationship with that fucking card. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Mancers did good. So I was like, oh man, fuck. Like I did it right before the RCQ. I was like, oh, I guess maybe I'll try the heavier creature cyborg plan. Um, which like I said, I I never do. Uh, so. I did that, but instead of playing the Alpine Moon, because I, I just said, fuck it, Lotus, whatever, green, being on fourth thing the ice, pretty easy matchup sometimes. Sure. Uh, and in the league that I 5 would I played green twice and like 2 would it both times. Uh, it's very nice. Yeah, I mean, turn 2 thing in the ice is all the magic card against them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I said, fuck it, um, I'll cut the Alpine Moon and I'll play... I think I was gonna play a D stroke originally. Cause like I said, I, I love stack interaction. But I had it ring in my head and I had Jacob tell me the whole time we were there of don't be a bitch. <laughs> like just the whole time. So I was like, you know, fuck it, we'll play Urbrass. Uh I did a little testing with it and you know, you could flip it super fucking easily. Like it's impressive how easily you could flip it. Um they get like an anger of the gods effect. Well, yeah, deal or three. Brother to them. Well, it's deal three to their face, deal three to everything okay. on their side. And then you make three treasures, and obviously you get to cast a whole bunch of shit from every graveyard. 
So like, you could it, it makes sense in the deck, right? Yeah, like well, there there's key points where like you can like if they get rid of temporal at some point or whatever, you you can cast it again, right? Even though like temporal is usually the first card. If they're ever on Grave Hate, which most decks are. <laughs> um, so, uh, I will say I had him, and I would bring him in quite often in my matchups. Like, I played Els twice. It's like, fuck it, bring him in. <laughs> um, and then I played against Mono Black, brought him in because they play Leyline. Um, and then, uh, I played against Rogues. Did not bring him in against Rogues. <laughs> um, and then Control, I brought him in. And uh, Rakdos, I brought him in, like I said. And then I can't remember. But, uh, oh, Grixis uh, attracts up. Didn't bring him in. But the times that I brought him in, it was either I didn't see him, or if I did see him, I either was winning already and it didn't matter, or they they took him from my hand. Like, if they were a Thoughtseize deck, they would Thoughtseize look at him and were like, nah, I'm not fucking dealing with this. <laughs> and, like, and like I said, like, in, in that deck specifically, in Phoenix, you look at a Urbrast and you're like, wow, that card could, like, fuck me up. Right. Because you, if you go, like, turn four Urbrass on a blank board, you could easily just flip him next turn. Because, like, if or a blank board isn't, like, you're not getting pressure to... And also, he, at worst, he's a 4-4 four, four first striker, which lines up super well in this whole format because, like, you can put him in front of a Shieldred, first right damage, shoot the Shieldred, and in addition, you make a red, deal one to them. You right. can then immediately use that red to Lightning Axe, another red, um, obviously. And then, like, uh, the big turn you can do with him, if you do have time with him, obviously, you can go, like, Opt, make a red, Fiery Impulse something, make a red, fucking use that red and something and two other mana to pieces of the puzzle, make another red, mm-hmm. use his own red to flip him, uh, do your whole shebang. Uh, yeah, obviously, at that point, you're, you're you're kind of just running away with the game. Uh, and you have to revolt to kill him. You know, it gets Rakdos, but most of them are on, like, four, still four uh, power word kills. Right. So, I mean, obviously, but... Uh, yeah, like, I probably wouldn't play him again. <laughs> or if I do, I was on three Drakes. 100% I'm going to cut a Drake. Drake, for the first time I've ever played Drake in the fucking years I played Phoenix, finally got a kill in my RCU. <laughs> he killed my Rakdos opponent, my Rakdos opponent. So, I was 4-0, and I had just played against Rogues, and that match was weird. Like, I had never played against that deck before with Phoenix didn't really, like, I didn't know how to read it out, because it's like, you know, I'm a greedy Magic player, because, I mean, obviously I play Phoenix. Um, So, like, when they're milling you out, and you, you know, I drew three treasure cruises, you're like, well, this plays around Drown. Fuck it, I'll do it. Uh, I mean, like, I got to points where, I got to a point where I got ten cards left in my deck. Okay. The biggest thing that costed the game was I had a critical point where I shocked in a Steam Vents, put me to six, and he had a haul, and the whole time for the rest of the game I had to play around the haul. And then the other thing was he ripped a claim to dust off the top, and it and it ran away with the game. He ate two Phoenixes, but they were going to come back the same turn and kill him. Uh, 
And then game two, he he just had a really nutty start, and then his two planeswalkers, Kaido and Jace, like just ran away with the game as they do. Like when Jace is ancestral recall, like you know, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I yeah, like for sure. and my whole deck doesn't really do anything to not let Jace do that. Yeah, and then also like every time I played against him. Uh, I build all my things. Like I think I only ever cast one. Yeah. Uh, which that sucks. Um. Yeah, and that that was a big thing. <clears throat> uh, but now knowing how that matchup goes, even how different. I mean, I think if he was playing into the story, I probably would have lost that game way faster because I that card fucked me up. Uh, which a lot of rogue decks are going to into the story. I have rogues built. I would never cut into the story right now. Just so good. Right, um, yeah. like we're gonna draw four at instant speed in a deck that's already wanting to play on your opponent's turn. Super good. Right, yeah. And then my next round was against control. Uh, I rocked his ass game one, which felt great. <laughs> it was funny. I went like turn two thing. He went temporary lockdown. I is it charmed it, untapped, flipped thing, got two phoenixes back. He conceded. Obviously, I mean, I don't know what else you do about that. Right. Uh, and then game two, uh, I got stuck with two flip spike field hazards. Like, I had, like, one blue land, and I had a bunch of blue cards in my hand. So it was, like, having to spell manage the whole time. Like, all right, what spells was it for? What point? Yeah. Uh, if I drew a second blue land at any point, I probably would have ran away with the game. Having to sit there and be like, I guess I'll dispute this, and it's like he dis he counters it, and I'm like, well, if I had a blue land, I could dispute back. But yeah, I'm stuck with that. That sucked. And then game three, I had a 14-4 Drake, just killed a Bane Slayer that had been a pain in my ass. I was like, all right, he had like two cards in. I was like, all right, or one card in. I was like, all right, let's let's do it. Like, I've got this. And then he ripped a a Lyra. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Like, of course. And then the next round, uh, it was kind of decided, like, top eight was kind of decided, except there was one person that was at 13 points. So if he had won his game, top eight couldn't draw because he would kick somebody out. So the bottom table had to play. Uh, and his opponent was important because it was me. Because <laughs> uh, if I won, then I got into top eight. Right. Game one, it's a kind of close matchup. I think I got stuck on two lands. The game went by pretty quick. I kind of got stuck on two lands and like fables into Shieldred, you know, the, that shebang. Uh, game two, he duress, duress, go blanks me, and I killed him with a hard casted Phoenix and a hard casted Drake. Nice. Got his, Drake got a kill. And then, yeah, the, the upset was game three, he's on the play and I fall to five. Chris. My first seven was a one lander, no cantrips. My second hand was a one lander, no cantrips. I was like, well, I was like, I guess I die. Like, I probably would have kept any six. I was two lands and a thing in the ice. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, just. And that whole fucking RCQ, like, Phoenix has found my hand like no other. <laughs> I hardcasted Phoenix like fucking four times at RCQ. And, like, every time I did it, it killed him. Nice. Which is not where you want to be. It's not what you want to do. No, for sure. I'm like the hardcast Phoenix guy lately. Like, that's how I killed uh, a jet on Grixis. A track on one of our games. I just arc acid a Phoenix and just protected it. No. I was like, here's my fireball, like, every turn. 
lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, um, you know, cause we always ask like, would you run it back? Thousand percent. Like I said, I think my rogues matchup hundred percent would have been a lot better knowing how that matchup should look now. Uh-huh. Cause like I said, that was the first time I played it. I, I, I didn't really know how to feel it out. Like how important certain critical plays were. Because winning game one meant that game two, though I got watched, I would have had a game three uh, where I would be able to play, which would have been really relevant. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, the, like, control, there was nothing I could do in the practice. Yeah. But yeah, there, there you go. Cool. Yeah, this was, I know, like, the last one or two, actually, I think I've only done one RCQ at, uh, over at uh, Boardwalk, and they were no, maybe it was two because I remember once I was there, but you were playing a different one because it was Modern versus Pioneer, and we both chose our own formats basically. But I don't know if that was Boardwalk. Doesn't matter. But I remember they uh, the last one it was split between here and or like there and another store, so it was like the audience was split like fifty ish, fifty ish or something. But I know they had no competition to the, or on that day, so so that was cool. So that's cool. I I was really bummed I couldn't go. I I really wish I could have, but like I just knew Friday night. I was like, I'm not gonna. I I I just know I can't. I was bummed. <sighs> oh well. Say lovey. Say lovey. But yeah, we'll do. I guess we're gonna do the. I'm not doing any other RCQs. There's not a lot scheduled, but uh, there's the next one's going to be the Nerd Hollow one, so that's going to be really fun. And they're expanding the room a little bit, so they'll have more than 24 players. They'll be a little bit bigger. That'll be fun. Uh, I guess, Cole, we could talk about Pioneer Changes since the new set, or just like... Or we that or slash whatever what we have interest in. Like you've been playing rogues a little bit more. Um I've like, been you... I have been hit or miss on it. Uh, so we were talking about it off air. Yeah. Like Rogues had always been a deck that existed. It just got like finally the last piece of the puzzle that it needed to like be a contender. Like getting a flash threat, like that flies, that's relevant. Because like the whole argument always was like, all right. What's an evasive creature deck that's good? And it's like spirits. Which is still right. an evasive creature deck that's really good. Because all your shit flies. But Rogues finally got like a flyer that has flash, relevant, and has extra tech that has upside, also relevant. Because <laughs> we were talking, it was like Rogues before had like, you had these Guild of Forcer, which is your Delver, but it doesn't fly, which sucks. And then you have, uh, especially in a format that's all crowd powders today. And then you had another rogue that had flash, but it was a one three flyer that by itself wasn't very good. Like yeah, <laughs> like the like sorry thought thief is good, but when he's alone, it's not that great. Because you it's really like, need some friends, yeah. Yeah, like you you want a wide board. And then your other rogues were like you could play the what was it Merfolk Wind Robber. The uh, one mana one one that's like when he dinks you, you mill a card and then you get sack of draw a card. No, sure, yeah. Like, yeah, that card's okay, but 
you'd rather be like Thought Seizing on one, Thieves Guild Enforcer on one, you know, or holding out spell fears. Like playing a sorcery speed guy isn't that doesn't really impact the board as that great. Right. And then obviously you had like Zerasan, but Zerasan really wants you to have evasive creatures. Uh, if you don't know, that's the Rogue Jutsu guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they just really just needed a good evasive guy, and they got it with Yuta, uh, Fairy Mastermind. Like, right. he's evasive, he's uh, damage heavy, being a 2-1, which is very relevant because he's 3-1 with uh, Sorry, Thought Thief. But also in addition to that, uh, they got Jace. Jace is very good for their deck. Because rogues need lucky number eight. Like, they, they need number eight. As in right. eight cards in your graveyard. Because all the rogues are, like, have, like, care about that. They all need that to be a thing. Uh, so having that, like, having Jace as just, like, a random mill you, because he can build six... Or really, he can build fifteen on the, on the uh, ultimate, quote unquote. Right. Um, or just mill nine, just mill like if you just needed to mill. I guess. Yeah, and but really, the big thing for him is you're already like a mill deck as a like it's just a random thing that happened because you know all the rogues like randomly mill your opponent in addition to yep. what they do. But uh, his middle downtick can ancestral recall, which is really good. Like I talked about against me, against Phoenix, like, he was, like, it, like, it probably was, like, 40% that I could come back in that game, and then he ripped a Jace. That was, like, Ancestral Recall went to four cards in hand, and I was, like, oh. <laughs> I was, like, I definitely am not winning this game. Right. Like, that put me in the dirt. Um. So, like, they, they just really just needed a new evasive threat, and they got it. Um. So I do like Rogues. I think it's good. Um, I still think it needs to figure out where it's gonna go because, like, when it first came out, they were all in on like how many creatures can we shove? Uh, right. Like, yeah. like I play three borrowers in my list, which I still like because borrowers are two like two cards. Uh, they were you know some of them were it's like spell a creature, right? Yeah, some of them were like, all right, we'll play Nighthawk Scavengers in the main, which is a good card, but like it's a sorcery speed rogue. Uh, very face up. You know, I mean, obviously it helps against the aggro matches like uh, humans and shit. Um, yeah. I play like one in my main and two in my board. Uh, and and just stuff like that. And like, you know, some of them have like different play. Like I was trying Urtai for a little bit. He's not a rogue, but he's a flashy counterspell guy. Yeah. <laughs> which I did like. I was always big on Into the Story though, which I've seen a lot of rogues deck go to, which like I've been telling rogues players of like, play this card, it's good. <laughs> it's free yeah. and like there's a point like if you're in a rose game where like you're throwing away your hand every turn and going to like two cards in hand because you have to keep interacting like that card just gets you right back in addition yeah. to Jace some rogues decks don't play Jace I still think I play one uh, I mean Kaido is really good I mean like he's absurd it, fit, it fits the deck really well too well yeah I mean it's, it's a free card that like um like, it draws cards for attacking, and you want to do that anyways. And there's no downside to attacking, really, because, like, all your, most of your shit flies. Right. So you're like, all right, I'm attacking for free, draw a card, and then, like, at worst, he makes a 1-1 one -one that's unblockable. Unfortunately, 1-1's right. not a rogue. But... 
Um, either way, though, like still, you know, Kaido, Kaido is very good for the deck, and he's also a touchable after he comes in, uh, which is relevant. Like, you get a second card draw or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like you put him out there, and you're like, all right, like he's gonna phase out to my next turn, so. Like, you're going to have to smack me if you want to get to him. Right. Kind of thing after. Like, I'm at least going to get another use of him before he leaves, uh, which is relevant. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, like Rogues, like I said, has been a deck that's always been, like, randomly appears, but has never been, like, uh, uh, like, ever, like, really pushed the envelope. Because they were always yeah. missing like that last, last guy they needed. It was kind of like uh... I was thinking the Spirit Lord. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of like Spirit spirits, Lord. but even like well, well, the thing is like spirits doesn't even like blue white spirits doesn't even play the blue white lord. The, the uh, I'm talking about the uh, two mana one three lord. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the lord that's everywhere. Yeah, like oh uh, no, remember right, but like they got the this thing that just puts it right over the top. Yeah. It looks like the second crab I mean, really for to, Mill and well, Modern, I was say, Really, too. to me, the cards that put Spirits over the top are fucking Geist, Snare, and Lofty Denial. Kinda, yeah. Uh, I mean, those counter spells are fucked up and <laughs> very efficient. Right. Like, I actually really think it's Geist, Snare, because, like, that's a one-mana mana leak. Or, that's yeah. bigger than Leak, right? It's counter unless I pay four. No, it's three. It's the uh, the other one. I have a pull Oh, Lofty's now. counter unless I pay four if you have a flyer. Right. Yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, spirits definitely needed like better counter magic that wasn't on a creature side because, like, you know, big dickhead Mausoleum Wonder is good, but he's only so good. Like, you don't like counter so much, right? But when you put like, oh, uh, I have this just one mana counter spell. I'll play this like Delk. But the big thing about Rogues is you get access to like the best and worst card of all time, which is Drown Lock. So Drylock is the best card in the sense that when they have a graveyard, it's counterspell kill spell. Drylock is the worst card if they don't have a graveyard. <laughs> like, that's the problem with Drylock. Yeah. Some people have never sat and played Drown across a fucking, across a rest in peace before, and it shows. Because, <laughs> like, that yeah. shit sucks. Yeah. You want to talk about getting fucked up? That's getting fucked up. When your opponent's like, yeah, uh, rip. And you're like, look at these drown lock. Like, ah, okay. Does literally nothing. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, Rogue's good. That's what I would say. I would definitely keep an eye out if you're, uh, like, playing Pioneer right now. Like, I would probably put it on my radar of, like, okay, this deck that I would probably see either at an RCQ level or probably, like, a moto. Like, I, I played some leagues where I've run into it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that that's ropes. Eat. One thing Cole I've noticed as we we talked about this before, and this go, dates back to Spiring Spike, his uh, is it creativity, which he had torrential gear Hulk as the payoff, and magma opus and other spells, and then you know here here I show up with with the world spy worm combo, not me, but like I steal a decklist or whatever, and I'm like this is the right one, and. I, I was I thought that was tried and true the whole time, and then recently it's been like attracts as the payoff, and other builds of a tra- like that like transmogrify into attracts it too, um, and X equals one being good 
as opposed to you need x equals two if you draw one of the pieces it sucks but now we're kind of seeing uh the the torrential version kind of like really trending like a lot of players are are picking that that version back up and it's no different than really that what aspiring spike really built back in his day i think the only big difference is like to buy by zero is in some capacity which that's your that's your card you know oh, that fucking card dude <laughs> It's it's but it's kind of interesting that like my joke was well I'd rather win the game than play torrential and I I'm a I love torrential but like you do I, win the game when you play torrential what the fuck do you mean if you're open to your opponent's upkeep it, I know I get what you're talking about but no yeah. but but yeah I was like I, I'd rather just like play uh I guess like people say twin or like like kind of like through the breach in modern where it's like. Yeah, comparing no, those I, two I guess, where it's yeah. like just set up for the win kind of thing versus uh you know play torrential in your upkeep tap down your lands stuff like that i don't know but i thought it was interesting um i don't think i would hurry to play uh, tr- tr- uh that version though i, I think i'd pl- i'd rather switch to a tracks and see how that plays a little uh, bit yeah so you, you know talking about mob changing you know so stuff, I will say we were right in our review that like green did get a lot better. Or I won't say a lot because it's still kind of. I'll, I'll 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 kind of like I won't take credit for that. That was more of your take, uh, or your prediction. I mean, I I figured like getting Plukernos was so good for them. Like right. it's such a like I watched a lot of games on Moto and on everything where like a flipped Plukernos is like sometimes game ending. Now it did like green like. It didn't make green like, oh wow, green is like fucking phenomenal again. Like it's still good, but it's not like the powerhouse it used to be, because Rakdos is still kind of keeping it up to the thumb. Rakdos should. Sure. Yeah. Um. But like some of them do play Vorclex, like I said, like he's been kind of on and off lately, but we haven't seen the divide yet of like if green as a is a green beat stick deck is better. So it is gonna be interesting to kind of see if they do go that route. I I don't think so now because the format is like I think you still kind of want the Brandon Planeswalker combo finish and Karn turning into like fifteen different cards is always kind of relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like other decks that got some new toys, like humans got humans is kind of in a weird spot. Um, so that Convoke Knight, um. The like Coco Knights or whatever, right? Like the some f- of the five mana value card. Yeah, like some of them board. play like or that guy. They're they're kind of everywhere right now. Um, but I guess we could talk about the your uh, or I guess our Outland Liberator, Brett. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that, so just for backstory, that we did the set review for uh, what what set was that? It was the. Was it Zendikar? Was it? No, Alan was... Reader was Crimson Bow. Crimson Bow. Or it was uh, the set before it. Whenever, one of the Midnight Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So it was Midnight Hunt. We do our set review, and we don't talk about it. Cut to the next weekend, where I'm begrudgingly buying my foils, because I'm playing, we're, it's an amulet card, like we're playing it, uh, instead of the... Foundation Breaker was the other card that we were playing instead. Yeah. And then we, I, I think we we go to Louisiana. Not that it's really relevant that we did that, but I remember I brought in 
that card too for you at the sideboard of Yogmoth combo. Yeah. And I was like, we didn't even talk about this. And so that's that's the joke of a card that we don't talk about on the set on the set review and then immediately go out and buy uh copies. For me it's just uh so that card is change the equation and I'll talk about it real quick. I don't think it's like as as busted, but I already bought foils of this card and it was something I looked at during the set review. I was like, that nah, next one and uh didn't talk about it. But it's basically uh, I don't have it pulled up, but I think I know I the have text. Right it's blue and a one. Uh, choose one as innocent. Counter target spell with mana value two or less, or counter target red or green spell with mana value six. Or less. And uh, not really. We were talking off cast, like apparently we say that a lot um, about Aethergus in Pioneer. And you know the, the obvious feature of Aethergus is you know it's a kind of stack interaction, but if you draw it one turn late, it still has text. So you're like, oh well that Cavalier of Thorns or something, that, that blocker that's in the way, let's get rid of it. It's a yeah, pseudo-removal spell. The biggest example that I gave off-cast was if you're on the draw against green and they go turn one elf and you know you don't have interaction for it or whatever, and you're like, all right, play a land, go, and then they go like turn two blueprints. Or really, it's old growth trolls. Really the one. And like turn two right. old growth troll, and it's like, all right, and you look at your change the equation, you're like, well, like, do I continue to hold this card up for the rest of the game to fight against, like, you know, what if they go, like, make those in the Cavalier? Sure, um, yeah. You know, like, do I need to hold it up for that? Or it's like, okay, because, like, green, like like we talked about, it's really beat your ass. Like, they just go turn two, four, four, whack, whack. Like, and then you're, right. you know, you're holding up, like I said, you're holding up this counter spell that, like, they just might never cast a Cavalier or, like, they cast like another Plucritos or something, and you're like, oh, do I really want to counter that? So with Gus, though, like you do have a, like a battlefield interactive, right? Like it's not the best, like you know, like putting a card on top of your opponent's library or on the bottom is not that great because it's like, okay, well, like I dealt with it for a turn, but that turn might be like what you needed, like to live, for sure. At least in that sense, like, like there are benefits to both because, like, change the equation is a hard counter. So, like, in the sense of, like, okay, they cast a Cavalier, it's like, well, I don't really want to fuck with that. I want to put that on their top of their deck. Like, I don't want to time walk them. I'd rather just, like, it never, like, just get rid of it entirely. <laughs> and yeah. it just has, like, three roll text against, like, some other deck. Like, was counter two or less, right? Two, two or less, a spell or a. Uh, red or green, six or less, yeah. Yeah, so, like, um, like, yeah, I mean, but in, in my opinion, at least in Pioneer, like, to me, I read the card, I think it's way more of a modern card. Yes, yes. And, and I, I bought them for a modern deck, for, for five-color creativity, so. Like, I think Blue-White Control probably wants that card in Pioneer, but, like, I know for Phoenix, I still want Gust. Yeah. Um, And then I know, like, creativity decks still want gust so like um i don't know like it's just hard to like in pioneer to like not be a tap out deck and just have this card that just like you don't tap out and you have to hold up right uh i don't know yeah i mean the the lot like to me it's almost like how did i i feel like like a lot like the ally liberals like how did we not talk about this how do we not 
grab this. The the card's obviously really good. Its floor is like Recollection Sage or whatever, like but slightly worse. But it's it's just such a strong card. Um, it changes equations the same way where it's like we there's full archetypes that are built around cheating a zero mana spell, and this just deals with it straight up, and that's a big deal. And also with this like. There are a lot of relevant spell red and green spells that are more than two mana. Like Blood Moon, like that's it it against creativity, that's a good way to shut shut down the deck. Uh and there's like Fable and just like stuff in, that Scam would play. You know, counters Magus, counters a lot of stuff. And you know, not too many green spells outside of like, you know, Primeval Titan. And I I'll only bring that one up because that's like my deck. But like it still is like the top text is like good enough and it like makes I think it kind of makes sense in the modern space a little bit and I was looking at Daryl Ayers and Pete Ingram who both played the deck uh, at a recent event I think it was the SCG Con in Richmond they both played for the board and their sideboard guide it is like every matchup they bring in all of them or almost all of them like against Scam, they brought in three instead of four against uh, Breach Combo. They brought in. Well, that's three why of like, them. I think for it's modern, like that. like that card has like way more text. And even just like two mana counter your counter spell is like fire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. in modern, yeah. like, yeah, that card has like way more text than it does a Pio. No, right. Yeah. As Pioneer, it's like if you're talking about this card, I would have to really think and probably like t- try to turn you off of it because I, I, I don't think it's necessarily good because like I guess they're like all right change equation great and they're like shieldred go it's like you're right this is the big part of this meta game yeah exactly it's like I wouldn't bring it in against Rekt right right I'm not gonna sit there and be like yeah man like fuck I can counter a bone crusher with this yeah and there's people there's chatter in the discord about this card like yeah maybe it's a zero and four maybe we'll do two and two so like two and then bring in two more like it's it's versatile enough for them or for yeah I definitely think the in the modern metagame as of right now, um, there's it has a lot of room. Yes, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, that I bought I bought foils and then uh, I got delivered non foils. So yeah, I was out three bucks. I was like, it's not worth the phone call to deal with that. So I had, <laughs> it it's it, it's honestly not that big of a deal. Um, it was just kind of like annoying where. I, it's it's more annoying that I was like I had all these seventy one cards of like you know creativity, it, it I think it looked really good foiled out and I uh it's just nice to see like the um, the lands look so good because you play all these like triumphs and like this at the space shock land so it, I think it looks really good and then you have these non foil change the equation it's, it's kind of a, kind of a feel feel bad. These yeah. are these are real problems, Cole. <laughs> they they are they sound like it. <laughs> My deck doesn't look as pretty as it should. I should be in the mail sometime, somewhat soon, so... I have a uh, foil in front of me. Funny enough that you brought that up. But... Oh, I, I... It's it's fine. It, it's 50 cents. That's what... Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, like... um, Going back to, like, decks that have just gotten new toys. Because Mom didn't really... Like, I was telling Brett, I was like... Like, uh, all will be one affected and brought new decks to light like it, it created brand new things like uh bread sec new form of tracks like that's that's a whole new deck that got to exist um obviously because of all of you right. mom didn't really have that uh 
because like like there wasn't really a thing like rogues like i said before and we're talking about pioneer rogues yes. was a deck before that like had always existed it just really needed a push and it, and it got it um but mob didn't really bring in like our hot mobs didn't bring in any like <laughs> new decks to exist which is fine i don't think every set should like fucking blow the walls down and yeah. like makes all these new decks. Like, I don't think that's true. Or, like, all these tier one new decks. Like, obviously, people are brewing and making different things. Like, I've seen some cool, you know, battle strategies. Uh, a deck that I was buying pieces for is Is It Control, which is just Is It Lutri. And it's just as obviously, you know, what Lutri does, but it just because you got like random different counter spells out of the new set. So, it's a big Lutri deck. Right. Um, but yeah, like I, um, I think Mom was a good set. It definitely, like I said, it helped decks get a lot better, like Rose and creativity went to being a flash deck. But, and that's not even to say, like, we we talked about it, but like, Teamer Creativity is still a very, very good deck. Yeah. Like, that deck didn't die. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just now there's a divide. It's like, okay, well, if I want to play creativity, do I rather play a flash? you know, creativity deck, or would I rather, uh, you know, go, like Brett said, and just do the Splinter Twin effect of, you know, uh, combo kill you. Right. Like, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> so that's interesting. And then uh, some other decks got new toys, like Azoria Spirits. Uh, they got Aaron and Giada. Uh, that's a future site that lets you cast creatures with flash or flying off the top of your Right. Uh, so, you know, that so a lot of them don't even play that card, but some of them are trying it as a one of. And there's a human knight that's like the knight era of EOS. Yeah, oh, yeah, like I said, tried. the humans, yeah, they got. There's another new guy they got that some of them were trying, but really the knight's the one that's like. Been this. Oh, uh, not the. It's the battle. Battle of Gobicon. Oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, some of them were trying that, but I think a lot of them kind of moved off that. Um, because obviously, like having to send damage at that, <laughs> I think some of them were sideboarding it, which is probably a lot better for it. Because I think in that sense, it replaces the lead spellbinder. Because for like control, like yeah, you want to kill them before you know they get to a specific you know volatile point, right? But like sending four damage into a thing that gives all your creatures X-proof and indestructible. Like, probably, you know, really relevant, and it grows the team every time you attack. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, obviously we have, uh, we have some, like, there's, uh, I think there's Dreams of Ashiok has been rocking this Yorian pile with, uh, the Alara battle, the, like, Cascades. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know, the, the, the formats, I still think the formats in a fine spot. Um, just recently, we were at Nerd Hollow, and we were playing, and uh, uh, we had the big discussion of, like, if they if, if cards were to get banned before Dallas, and it always comes up of, like, okay, well, like, should Nick those be banned? But all, the, the card I heard, I mean, I heard it from Jacob, but... He seemed pretty out of it. Was banning Fable. Um, obviously, this episode's not about bans, 
Is that that whole episode could take, or that that topic could take a whole episode? Well, we would have to have Roger on too. Oh yeah, about the to... ideology of like what should be banned, and what right. should be unbanned. Um, which is an interesting topic because it's always, uh, to me, the the whole discussion's always. Uh, what's the word? It's, it's biased to that person, right? Because like. It's hard to have an unbiased opinion of what you want banned and what, like, like, unless it's egregious, like Hogak. Like, that's where you have numbers. Like, you're like, okay, well, like, Hogak's 50% of the meta obviously is not okay. But when it's, but, like, minute bans, like... Like okay, the Yorian ban back... Yeah, we that, were, that, like, there was a lot of chatter of, like, is this the moment where Rin gets banned? W- would it be Yorian, Omnath, because that deck was... Like, you know, whatever. It was, like, very prevalent. Now, to be fair, you know, talking about the Oriya ban, I would have never, ever thought of, like, that reasoning of of tiny hands. It's, it's not nothing. It's It was surprising. Oh. Yeah, but, like, and then my thing is still, like, one of the best decks, uh, I should, let me redact that. It's not, it's not one of the best. It's a good deck in Pioneer. Is uh, enigmatic. That yeah. shuffles every turn. This yeah, but it's not like you have fetches. No, like, no, no, no. But, I agree. You don't have red okay. fetches. I'll give it that. But it's not okay. like you're not having to go through your deck and reshuffle every turn. Right, but it's also like it's turn four and it's like a four plus. Like and at kind of if they get, if they pulled off the second shuffle, they probably won. I don't think that's always true for that deck, but yeah, maybe, I, I get maybe, it. Not, maybe not necessarily. But it's like, as when they're starting to flip their enchantments into more powerful creatures, it's just like they're they're churning. You know, they're probably getting to a point where they close out the game. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Yeah, you know, like it's a di- it's a different different landscape over here in in uh, Wonderland of Pioneer. <laughs> yes, but um, <laughs> but yeah, um. I think Pioneer's in a good spot if you were to ask me on the dot. And Aftermath, though, I don't think it brings a lot. I mean, obviously, we're going to do the fucking 50 card set review. There are some cards I'm excited about uh, and some interesting discussion that I think needs to be had, which I guess we do have in a little bit of time. I guess I'll bring it up. So Go for it, yeah. Um, so here's the thing, and I have not seen any word on this. Oh, that's not true. I have. Okay. I guess this isn't valid, but I'll bring it up anyway. Um, so obviously, if you looked at Aftermath, there are no Planeswalkers. And yes. cards that were Planeswalkers are not. They're legendary creatures. And that is because in the story, uh, there was a big spark thing and people got stuck on planes, blah, blah, blah. So, my original thought was, okay, well, if that's the case, then are we going to get Planeswalkers later? But I forgot that at uh, the Pro Tour, or Magic Con, Minneapolis, or wherever. Is that the same place? Uh, Well, the Peachy's in Minneapolis right now. Yeah, and in Magic Con, they had announced, um, that is a spoilers for, uh, I don't know how true this is actually, so, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, at least about what I'm about to say, but they did spoilers for uh, the uh, throne set, set. Eldraine set. We're getting. 
what is that we don't we don't have cards but we got art and um we know that Ashok's there. And from what I saw on Twitter, they said that they confirmed that Ashok's a planeswalker. So Okay, so the story like the non planeswalker y thing will get addressed or yeah, in the so story. I'm assuming either that or something's gonna happen, obviously. It's kinda be kinda fucking weird if Ashok's like the only planeswalker. But <laughs> there are some cool cards. It, it's also gonna be interesting because um <laughs> uh, for uh um, like for uh, I'm a bitch. Uh, oh, for for Hala, aftermath will be legal. Um, because it comes out like fucking two weeks from now or something. That's like super close. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so close. Oh, you right. Oh my gosh, release. It's and like it has no. I I hate it because like it's like five card packs that are the same. I'm not gonna. Get it it um, says released like I'm on Scryfall. It says release five twelve, which is Friday. That that that. Probably is right. Is there even like is there is this a limited set? Like, can you draft it? No, it's five card you... packs. Oh, so, okay, so, okay, okay. But I, the, I don't the, even know that. I don't even know that. So they're like the same fucking price. I'm not gonna answer. But going on, um, there are some cards I'm excited about. Like, honestly, uh, depending how much I test it and how much I like it, uh, there's uh, blue red dragons I want to try with Sarkin. Um, Soul Flame. Okay, because he, he's just good. Three mana, two four. Dragon spells cost one less, and then whenever dragon enters the battlefield, you tap it. You got one of it, so okay. you can make him a gold span on turn four. It's pretty good. I don't know if uh, you ever played with gold spans, but it's pretty fucked up. Um, <laughs> if you got two of them, or you sure. can make him, or you can make him a glory breaker, which is also good. Yeah, Obnixilus too. Yeah, Ob is. I'm not gonna talk about Ob because I'm gonna wait for the set review. Sure. Okay. Because I think out of cards that are fucked up in the set, I think he's like the top one yeah like he's really good uh i have seen a lot of eight mancer players talk about narset i don't think she's that good like i get the i get the idea of why like giving your creatures prowess like on you know in, in eight mancer like the fact that people tried blonde for a little bit yeah um, the two drop that did it like but the fact that Blonde can trample, like, if you wanted that effect. I also think the fact that Narset, though, like, can cast stuff out of your graveyard for her power. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that. But, yeah, I think Ob is, like, he's gonna he's gonna make a deck very, very good. And, yeah. Um, but everything else was said, honestly, like, looking at it, like, it's very medium. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll go over it, but, in like, just yeah. looking over it, it's just, like, like you look over and you're like, oh, that's a, like that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Rebuild the city looks cool. I mean, yeah, there's some cool cards and like training grounds is now in Pioneer. I don't know, that's ever be relevant. Um, there's probably something busted with that card. I mean, there there usually is. I mean, training grounds <laughs> is a training grounds is a pretty gross card. It used to be like a fucking thirty dollar. Um, yeah, I, I want to check the stocks. It's now twenty four on um, for the old uh, Rise of the Eldrazi one. Yeah, like there there are some good cards. Like like the set is like mostly rares, and like some of the Planeswalkers are pretty pretty good. Uh, yeah. Like this is pretty good. Uh, some people were talking about playing Nissa in Modern for Elementals, um, because she has double ETB or uh, double landfall thing. 
where you can start drawing elementals. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's always good. But I think Ob, for Pioneer's sake, Ob is like going to be very, very, very important because he's he's definitely better than Corval for that deck. Right. Yeah. I mean, he he probably could kill your opponent like the the turn after if you don't deal with him. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: you can't power work kill him either. Um, that's very relevant, Brett. Yeah, no, I very I, relevant. Trust me, I know the relevance of power word kill and its limitation. Why blue red dragons is gonna be so damn good? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna buy my Selimgar scorns, Brett. Probably tomorrow. Okay, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Selimgar scorn. I love that card. I'm happy for you. I hope you are. Uh, oh yeah, I I am. <laughs> I just want to turn Gold's fan sideways, dude. I they have a foil. You can you can have it. I fucking I thank God that card's not forty dollars anymore. Yeah. But yeah, that, that that's all I've got. Yeah, I want to talk about the uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. Not now, but like. Oh yeah, we we do need to talk about that. I was waiting a little bit longer on that because they they're still. Like I was waiting till after. I mean, obviously, we're not gonna record after this weekend, but they're still doing spoilers. I'm sure they're gonna do a trailer tomorrow for Eldraine. No, yeah. Um, or Lord of the Rings. I mean, we finally got to know the whole goddamn text box of so, what needs to be fucking controlled by the ring or what? Okay, so we have. Okay, just so we're just, I just want to say this out loud. So we're getting. We're like obviously we're at the, this the the PT just happened or is is in progress by the time you're listening it just yeah, happened. Yeah, so by the time you're listening to this, it's over. Champion's been crowned. Yay! Yeah, congratulations to Champion. Yeah, they did great. Um, we in that event, there's thrown the thro- the Eldraine preview or like art previews. There was also the commander decks for Doctor Who. Okay, commander decks. Yeah, that was okay. I, and that, that we was got the commanders field. for Commander. Let legend, whatever the sub commander set coming out. Okay. And, and then, and but but actually next week we have the aftermath of March of the Machine, which they didn't talk about. But it didn't talk about. No, they didn't talk shit. They 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 got those. Spo- I think they got those spoilers out so damn fast, and they were like, "Fine, I don't want to fucking spoil it anyway." There. And, and and there's Lord of the Rings that's happening at some point. We have, like, not all the cards preview for Lord of the Rings, but, like, we have quite a bit of them. Or, like, a, we we're a, nowhere close. That thing's a thing's gonna be a big ass set. Yeah. Sorry. Not, cl- not, yeah, we're not there yet. There's still plenty of cards left. I'm just kind of, I was kind of looking at it earlier. There, there are some, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it because there are some, uh, important cards. Um. So we'll we'll have to uh, talk about it. I mean, obviously, it's going straight to modern, right? Yeah. So like limited scope and whatever is MH three. Ugh. Nah, I don't. I don't think it's MH three, <laughs> but it's like. I mean, it might be shit. Who knows, dude? Yeah. It it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. What um, what it does. Dude, after watching like some of the, the, I didn't watch a lot of the PT, but it's Holly, man. That's, that's a hell of a magic card. I meant to tell you if you go to my box field, I <laughs> built a fucking red green dinosaur. Did you? 
I was up at like fucking three in the morning or something, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's like whatever. That's I just built a uh, recruit dinosaurs. I think you know we. I think we did a a good job with uh wizards, a blue red wizards in Pioneer. Now, now I wouldn't. I would not want to revisit that at all. But I think at the time we had something. something Is it about giants? There. I what I say wizards? Yeah, you said wizards. You're talking I about giants. Why, I don't know why I said wizards. No, giants. Uh, I think our, our giants decks are really. I thought it was actually really good. Yeah, no, I I think the giants deck, funny enough, was actually like, like really good. I think giants though, with especially with EI being gone. This is why, like, talking about it, is a it dragons. It's like knowing you lost like the best camper. Yeah. Hell yeah. But sad. Yeah, say la vie, just lose fucking EI. It's legal <laughs> modern, though. That's cool. Yeah. Modern has, like, some of the most busted cards that are legal in it, but <laughs> nowhere <laughs> else. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for our Pioneer episode today. You know, way different. We never do Pioneer. No, yeah, I thought we'd give it a shot. But, yeah, definitely, we definitely want to get a podcast out because it's been a little bit. But it's it's been, like, slow for me, and I've just been working, and, and you just basically got destroyed by a puppy in your personal oh, life. Oh, yeah, they don't know about that. Yeah, I got I got injured. I haven't been injured. I uh, had my knee dislocated by a dog Gosh. at work. So, uh, yeah, I've been homebound. Yeah. So so are you, like, on crutches to kind of move around? I, I was a little bit. I, I'm starting to stretch it. Uh, I actually okay. returned to work today. They had me, like, just stand there, basically. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I know nothing of... The recovery process, uh, other than like, I, I think I Googled it and they said they estimated like up to two weeks in crutches, but then after six weeks, like after that, you probably walk with some pain or tension, but then you kind of could tough it out. And after about six weeks, you're 100 ish percent or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, and this is just like a random Google answer. And well, as someone you know, that was born with their knees out of place, like, so unfortunately for me, my knees were, uh, when you x ray me, my knees are slightly out of place. Uh, so it's easy to dislocate them. So growing up all through my life, my knees would be dislocated fairly easily. Okay. Like I tried okay. football and I got chopped one time and that was awful. <laughs> I think the uh. biggest thing was when I uh, went to the hospital because my work sent me to the hospital, they x-rayed me and they're like, oh, you know what? It looks fine. Like, it looks like you fixed it. You know, it'll probably, you know, we'll give you crutches and stuff. But, um, we found this shard of bone. In the gap right here, and if it goes too far left or right, it's going to start shredding ligaments. So, like, what? and blow oh. your knee out. So, like, you probably should get that looked at some point. You won't affect you till you're older. I was like, oh. Neat. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks like, for the heads up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fucking party, I guess, dude. Yeah. Shit. It's like, yeah, it's this problem. We'll put this this doom counter that's just going to keep counting down that you'll never be able to see. But it's there. About yeah, it is there. You didn't know about it. It's, it's right. happening. <laughs> and I and they were like, not to stress you out. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. As my like, heart rate spiked. <laughs> well, yeah, it was an experience. Like, I I mean, I know what I do for like a living. I know what I sign up for, and um, like I just turned my back at the wrong moment, and uh, it was over. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, it's a- but at least like you're it, like you're 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 kind of already back up and you pro- i guess you're maybe just walking with like minor pain or whatever yeah i just have a little bit of i i have a little bit of lip i wear a brace so yes yeah stone cold steve austin also walked around with a brace and he was pretty cool 
He did. You're right. Well, I can't fuck around. This <laughs> but um, oh, but yeah, yeah. I think that's that's it for me. Yeah, I think that's all I got uh for this week. Try to think of other stuff. I think that's it. I just bought more cards. It sits on call. I was sad, so I converted my sadness into uh to buying more more foil. Oh, no, dude, cards. I do that too much. I I had to stop looking at Meta's website. Buy too much shit. Yeah, I was looking. I almost. I I feel like I'm I'm close to this boy. I I think I was talking off cast where I, I looked at Lotus Field foiling out the deck. It is not that expensive to foil out the deck. And well, especially I especially because like I think Lotus before the uh, the secret layer I think was probably like pretty expensive. Like the the land, but like sure. But like the and I mean I, to be fair the. It, it helps to have the Besaiju's already. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's fair. I fucking hate that card, dude. I I that card is land. so expensive. Right. Like the I thought, land. um, because I you know I was gonna get my own fables or what have you, and I was like, you know, there's like fifteen dollars. Yeah. And I'm the uh, and I'm brought to the Lord and Savior Besaiju at like fucking thirty five or whatever. Yeah, it's about yeah about thirty five for the basic bitch version. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, I I think it's fit. Uh, let me let's look at prices now for because I I, I bought the dope one and it was a lot, seventy eight dollars. It's cool. That's about probably about how much I paid for each Besaju. Jesus Christ, help me, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the foiling out Lotus Field would cost like two hundred fifty dollars, and I was like. Hey, I was just thinking, like, I spent $300 on just, like, uh, miscellaneous upgrades for Neo for my tracks. Because I was like, I, that deck is cool. I like it. I want to foil it out. I'm pretty, I'm making a lot of progress. And then I spent, I was like, that's less. And then I could just, like, I don't know. I know I but, panic texted you when I found your um, oil slick attracts it. Right. Yeah, you technically, they have it. I was like, I'm buying it. And I was, and I was like, like, don't, like, don't uh, move. I was like literally running around doing errands, picking up shit, and I went to Gen X. I was like, "Oh, you know, I had just, like so." The big thing was I had just picked up Atraxes for myself, but I wanted them to match. I had a foil, regular one, and then the altar. I was like, "Well, I like the altar a lot better." So I was like, "Okay, well, I want the altar." So I looked at their website; they had literally just bought it. And I was like, "Oh!" I was like, "Brett!" <laughs> I was like, "I have it." I heard the pain in the ass to find, dude. That that attracts like, your attraction. Uh, yeah, my specific attracts though, for sure. And uh so I do actually speaking of that, I do have the uh ex- the the showcase art of that. That's the last one I have. Yeah, I that I like that art, so I won't okay. steal that from you. So then yeah. we'll both have three. Which okay. is usually I've never heard of attraction playing four. No, unless it's like the Yorian or something. Because I needed four for for standard. Yeah, as you say. But now they're on a split of uh, playing Atraxas and Detalis. Dude, Detalis, that might be the spec, man. I was. Uh, I think the specs breached the multiverse or whatever. Maybe that too. I think that's like three or four. Like that. That's not going to be terribly expensive. I, I don't think. I mean, it is a rare Atalis a mythic. Right, Atali. If I want to get a rare, isn't he? Atali is a what oh, is a rare? Yeah. It's a it's so good. I love that card. Like I said, I, I built red green dinos. It's probably awful, but I was like, dude, Atali's sick. 
I was like, what if you registered Alpha into an Atali? I mean, I think Atali's just the best. Like, you know, me, I just like, I don't want mid-range. I just want to do the cool stuff without the work for it. So I'm like, I'll, I want to do creativity, Neoform. I will cards. say, I think, like... This is a Neoform target, too. You know, Tasker into Neoform. Itali I think Atrax is better. No, in yeah. In that sense, because, like, yeah, Atali gets extra, or, or, like, can cast extra shit, but, like, you have to hope your top deck is good and your opponent's deck is also good. Right. I, like, you get the control. It's like, all right, do you, can we cast Supreme Bird? I'm like, uh, no. But no, I'll cast... No, you're like, ah, no, no, I don't. no, but I'll cast Consider. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, farewell. I I don't I don't think. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> you you could put that back. I you know what? It's also like it's red red, so you can't uh, play Giganta as the companion if you have a Tali. Oh the, right, you have to lose that. Yeah, right, that's... and that I, I we that comes up so much in the Discord too, where it's like, what do you think about Hornet Queen or you know other miscellaneous card or Soul Flare? And it's like, yeah, but you lose. You lose to God, though. That's kind of the end of the discussion. So we're probably just, like, missing out on these great things just because we got to get the the elk. Uh, got to keep them on the sidelines ready to ready to jump in. So, Brian, I, I know you're, you know, Amulet Discord and all that. And you follow, like, Amulet Twitter. Did you see the tweet of the Amulet player with two Furies? Uh, I almost bought Foil Furies because I saw a list. With, well, I don't know um, if he played Fury, but he copied Fury. Or something. Copied. Uh, either way, if you see that tweet. Oh, 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 with uh, Altered Ego? I think, I don't know what he copied through. It, it, was, I, it, it was probably that, yeah. But either way, uh, yeah, that was Jacob that he did that to in the challenge. Yes. Yes, suck it, Jacob. Yeah, he, uh, he blanked his name. But we knew. Because Jacob literally, like, went to chat, or, like, went to Discord and was like, yeah, this happened to me. And then Nick was like, wait a minute. And then, like, <laughs> showed the tweet and was like, was this fucking you? And I was like, oh, yeah, look at him. He played Jacob's name, at least. How nice. Uh, 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 you know what? I'm going to find that tweet. I'm going to, like, <laughs> comment. Actually, that person you did this to was the game the night. Game night. Yeah. The game night. <laughs> um, oh, no, I, I know all about Altered Ego. Uh, I was, you know, yeah, our buddy Nick. Nick. Yeah. He and he copied my Archon. It was very not nice of him. Did he still win that? No, he won. He won oh, the yeah, best right, of three. He did win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the old... Like yeah, he he played it really well. That that's the only time on either side that uh, Amulet won in my history. So I was a little, I was a little butthurt, but it's okay. Oh, the rain's coming, Brad. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Okay, let's let's call it there, Cole. We had a nice nice casual episode. Yeah, so this was a nice relaxed little episode. Well, so that'll do it for us this week. Thanks everyone for checking us out. We'll catch you guys next time. Later. Thank you.